0: I'm Laurie Cardoza-Moore, and this is Focus on Israel. According to Raoul Hilberg, the great historian of the Holocaust, the phrase never again first appeared on handmade signs put up by inmates at Buchenwald in April 1945, shortly after the camp had been liberated by U.S. forces. Over the years, it has become shorthand for an ongoing commitment to remember the Holocaust and a rallying cry to stop another one. But has the world forgotten? Hello. I'm Laurie Cardoza-Moore, and thank you for joining me today on Focus on Israel. In 2005, I founded Proclaiming Justice to the Nations to stop the silence, to wake up Christians and people of conscience to the realities of a world bent on destroying Israel and the Jewish people. From the start, PJTN has had a proven track record of fighting for the rights of Israel and the Jewish people, a record of standing firm in the face of overwhelming odds against a world of Jew and Israel hatred, a record of not compromising on the very plan of God. In Part 1 of Never Again, we focused on the anti-Jewish, anti-Israel direction the Democrat Party has taken. We spoke with several Holocaust survivors who see parallels between Germany in the 1930s and the attitudes of the American left today. And we questioned why the American Jewish community continues to support Democratic candidates by such a wide margin. On our program today, we'll once again examine the attempts to isolate Israel on the world stage and the growing rise of hatred against Jews in America. We continue as we speak with another Holocaust survivor, Margot Cohen, who grew up in the German city of Ulm near Munich. She and her family were lucky to escape to the U.S. in 1939. Margot clearly sees the rise of anti-Semitism here and remembers that Nazi hatred of Jews progressed much the same way in the 30s. She strongly states that both Jews and Christians must stand up to this
1: hatred before it becomes too widespread. 1936, we were told we cannot come back to the school. So we ended up in going to a Jewish school, about 20 minute train ride. And each morning, the Nazi youth groups were there with stones and threw at us the stones. And I was hurt and many of the other children were hurt during the time. And no one helped or stopped them. The swimming pool in uh, the River Danube, we were forbidden to go to. That was the beginning. Then later there was rationing for the Jews and so forth. My father, who was a, a man who helped many, many people, didn't matter whether they were Jewish or Christians, and he was beloved. He was 145 pounds at his heaviest, about 5'7 tall, and he saw a Gauleiter, which is a Nazi leader, beating a man on the street, and he stopped him. That night, the people from the town hall came and said, Eugene, if you don't leave right now, you will never see daylight, you will be in Dachau tomorrow. So, my father left that night, we did not know if he would get out of Germany. He had a visa, we were legally entering America. He left in July and we did not were not able to leave until almost the end of the year. And uh, we ended up having many problems. They threw us out of our apartment. Uh, we ha- ended up living elsewhere, but fortunately, we were able to go. We were allowed to leave with $60 per person. That's all we left with. We came to America penniless and we thank God we came and I never heard a complaint in my parents home. We were thankful even though we were not very welcome here in America either. I have seen in America recently uh, before, but not as ex- it now, it's open. Before, it was a hidden anti Semitism. Today, it is a very open anti Semitism. Many people are not doing anything about it. All you need is one leader. The leader cannot do anything, it's his followers who do his dirty work. We have many followers here that are anti-Semitic. If you gather them all together, what do you have? You have a new Germany. You have all the people who hate. There's a hate policy now in America amongst a certain group of people. I don't know how to control it or how to combat it because I don't think people think it's, oh it's a little here, a little there. Everything starts small, but unfortunately, it ends up very big. Most of all is that you have to understand that if you don't fight it, if you let only the Jewish people be suffering, eventually God makes a very amazing thing. World War II came because the Jews were not protected or helped by the world. They're doing it the same way again. The world is condemning Israel and blaming the Jews for all the things. What do they have to do with the West Bank or with Syria or that? They're doing it to themselves. Israel is helping them. They don't, give in the news media that Israel gives them water, electricity, food. When they're sick, they are welcome in all their hospitals and help them for nothing. The world is doing the same thing again that they did during Hitler's time. Syria is fighting their own people. But I, I will use Persia as the name, instead of Iran. We are having a holiday this week called Purim that happened in Persia, which today is Iran. Iran is doing the same thing today that at that time Haman did, trying to kill people, not only Jews, but other people. Hitler didn't kill only Jews. He also killed many, many gypsies and people who were against them. It's going to happen again. People that are thinking it isn't affecting them, so they're not going to worry about it. We have to worry about it, because you cannot let one person suffer and ignore it. If you don't stop it at the moment it happens, you have a big problem. mother's cousin's husband, who I called uncle and aunt, he was the first Jew from Ulm killed in Dachau. And there was no helping, no nothing. Here in America where you could help, just now a synagogue was attacked and 11 people were killed. It's amazing, another thing happened just now in another part of the world, and got much publicity. The synagogue killing got one day of publicity, and it was dead. In other words, if a Jew is killed, it's okay. Someone, a Christian is killed, it's... But unfortunately, even the Christians do not understand that many Christians are suffering in many countries today. And we're silent about that. We have to start standing up for what's good, not sit back and let evil come about. The young people in school today, that's one of the things that I, I can compare with. They are now making the students' life miserable who are not of their faith. That's how it began in, in Germany. That's a comparison. It starts small, but it builds up. And everyone will end up being hurt because this time they have hydrogen bombs, atomic bombs, poison. They will use anything because they don't value life. And we have to value life and respect one another.
0: Up next, you'll hear from Dr. Shmuel Katz, the son of a Hungarian Jewish family that was prominent in the region south of Budapest. His parents and his extended family were sent to a number of death camps, including Auschwitz. After the war, 29 members of his extended family uncles, aunts, cousins, and grandparents, were found to have been murdered by the Nazis. Dr. Katz and his mother immigrated to the U.S. after the war, and he's been active in a number of pro-Israel organizations, including the Friends of the Israel Defense Forces, which sponsors trips for Israeli soldiers to Auschwitz to better learn about the Holocaust. He spoke to us about his mother's experiences during the war. She was deported to Auschwitz with a number of other family members, but was still alive when the camp was liberated by the Soviet Red Army in January 1945. More than one million people, almost all Jewish, were murdered there. Just after liberation, Mrs. Katz arranged for the care of 1,000 Hungarian women and found transportation for them back to Hungary. She had a simple message about anti-Semitism. If anybody is spitting in your face, don't say it's raining. Make sure that you learn history. Make sure that you realize what's happening around you in order to be able to build a better future for yourself and for your family. We cannot let evil prevail.
2: My mother was born in Hungary, in a little town by the name of Bonyhag. It's about 200 kilometers south of Budapest. Her family was a very well-off family. My mother was uh, deported to Auschwitz with my father's family. And as they're going into uh, the selection field, the one who is greeting them is Mengele. She you go here, you go there. And uh, suddenly Mengele is pointing at her and saying, you lady, go there, away from the family. So she told him, why should I go there? I want to go with my family. He said, listen, lady, if I tell you to do something, this is what you do. And he said, if you don't go, he pulled his gun, he said, you don't go anywhere. So she saw this, nothing to do about it, shows asked, okay, so I'll have another question to you. He said, what's that? When I'm going to see them? He said, oh, you're going to see them in half an hour, but now run. So she's running to join the group. that started to move already to the other side. And then she complained to the girl. that she was with. I said, I don't know. This guy is well-dressed. He's sending me here. Took me away from the family. He's telling me I'm going to see them in half an hour. Wait, where is he taking them? I said, listen, didn't you hear about what's going on here? She said, no. You will see them in half an hour. You see the ashes in half an hour. They're going to be dead in half an hour. So this is the way that she ended up In Auschwitz. And then she managed to become a human in a field of disaster. She was uh, liberated by the Americans at the time. So now she's coming back with a thousand women on a train. She managed to arrange, which was very difficult at the time. Because you could not get transportation, you could not get anything, but she managed to put it together. And she's sending a telex to the joint in Budapest. Get ready for a 1,000 women coming with me. On the other end of uh, this cable, my father and his friends came back home a little bit sooner. And they had similar thoughts. They said, what can we do? We don't know who survived, who didn't survive. Let's try and get organized and see what we can do. So the person who is getting the telegram is my father. He's telling his friends, listen guys, this telegram sounds like my wife. Guess what, that's the way they met after the war. They were married before the war, and now they met again under these circumstances. Both leadership, trying to help others, brought them together. She was very much alert to the situation since she left Auschwitz and moved to the Israeli uh, society, hoping that everything is going to be wonderful, the world will recognize that they made a mistake and move on to the benefit of the free world. But she saw that the early days after the Holocaust, there was much less uh, confrontation. And today we see all these movements like the BDS, like radical Islamic ideology is going all over the place. We see it on university campuses where people go to learn, but they're being indoctrinated with falsehood. If anybody wants to know the facts and learn the objective reality, it's not too complicated. But people don't get there because they get information for peers who have an agenda, and some professors are supporting this agenda. So the student who's growing up in university, growing up to be the leader of tomorrow, and who knows what decision they'll make if nobody's giving them the right directions. We took a group of high-ranking Israeli officers and the supporters of the Israeli military to a trip in Auschwitz. When my mother heard about the trip, She told me, I have a message to those officers. And uh, the message is very simple. She said, if anybody is spitting in your face, don't say it's raining. Make sure that you learn your history. Make sure that you realize what's happening around you in order to be able to build a better future for yourself and for your family. You cannot let evil prevail. We have to really evaluate reality and stand on the correct side of uh, history. Because we personally, no matter who we are, Jews, Christian, Buddhist, even moderate Muslims who are supporting all these efforts, if evil prevails, everybody suffers. We want to make sure that everybody will have a good future, no matter from which walk of life is coming. But in order to do that, we have to marginalize bad people. And this is all in our hands. And the more people are informed, the better our chances.
0: I want to take you to Israel in pictures and film. I want you to see how God's sovereign hand can be seen before our eyes right here in this land. That's why PJTN is offering a special anniversary package that includes a captivating new book and award-winning DVD. Israel Rising is a unique visual story of Israel's miraculous journey from unforgiving desert to thriving nation. Thousands of years ago, the prophet Ezekiel foretold a future time in which the arid land of Israel would come alive for its people. Now this breathtaking book documents the fulfillment of this vision, as rarely seen photographs from the 1880s to the 1940s are juxtaposed with recent photos of the same locations. This book will inspire and captivate you as it illuminates Israel's foretold awakening in a new and unforgettable way. In addition, you'll receive the award-winning documentary, Israel Indivisible, The Case for the Ancient Homeland. This inspiring film examines the many political twists and turns that make Israel the world's most controversial nation. From Abraham and the promise to the issues facing the Jewish state today, the film examines the historical, archaeological, legal, and biblical foundations for the modern state of Israel. This is a limited time offer for these two remarkable resources for just a one-time gift of $70 today. Your generous donation will help ensure that PJTN stays on the front lines and in the headlines of all the important issues facing Israel and our Jewish brethren. So please go to PJTN.org today. From studying history, it's very clear that what starts with the Jews never ends only with the Jews we must strongly stand against any anti-Semitic trends. For if not stopped, they'll cause harm to all of us, and we'll witness the downfall of our Judeo-Christian Western culture. Today, many people say there's no longer a need for a Jewish state, that Jews around the world no longer need a place of refuge. But anyone who has heard recent statistics about the worldwide rise in anti-Semitism would never make such a claim. The reality is that neo-Nazi groups and Nazi sympathizers are increasing around the world. Surveys show that over one billion people in the world harbor anti-Semitic attitudes. Close to 50% believe that Jews have too much power in the business world, and two-thirds of the world's population has never heard of the Holocaust or believe the historic accounts of it are inaccurate. Don't let yourself be manipulated by evil people with a wicked agenda. When the self-serving villains are in control, good people from all religions suffer. Muslims, Christians, and all people of conscience should stand proudly and show respect for a country that gives so much to the world in so many ways. Do your part, do your research, and do what you can to make a difference. Because what happens in Israel does affect us all. This is not just a Jewish or just an Israeli problem. This is a problem for all humanity, for each and every one of us who believe in freedom and human rights. Learn more about what you can do at PJTN.org. We also had the honor to speak with Danny Ayalon, Israel's former ambassador to the United States. In 2009, he was appointed by Prime Minister Ariel Sharon as Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs, a post he held until 2013. The former deputy minister describes attempts to delegitimize the state of Israel in the diplomatic arena. He brings the issues we raised in Part 1 full circle, by concluding with his deep concerns about the Democrats and the direction they are taking. This includes support of the Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions movement by several members of Congress.
3: It takes two to make peace, but only one to make war. So all those who are trying to put the pressure on Israel with the BDS should just flip and understand that the pressure should be on the Palestinians, on the Palestinians who still teach their children from first grade that Israel should be erased from the map of, uh, of the world, that they should claim the entire land, that they call Jews sons of pigs and, and, uh, uh, and dogs, that uh, do not allow to have any Jew in their land. We have 20% of our population are Arab Israelis. And we're proud of them. They, they have uh, the, the, the best freedom of all Arabs and the best standard of living. And uh, and we don't see anything out of it. Try to have Jews under Arab countries or certainly under Palestinian authority. So we have to set the record straight. And all those who support BDS are supporting the demise and the destruction of the state of Israel. Because the BDS, they are not trying to change the policy of the government of Israel vis-à-vis Jerusalem, uh, vis-à-vis, quote-unquote, occupation, vis-à-vis the settlement. This is legitimate. Israelis criticize the government of Israel more than anyone else. We are a democracy and each one is entitled to their own own, uh, thinking and their own minds. And they come to the voting in the ballots and majority uh, rules, and keeping minority rights. Which is not the case in any other country in the Middle East, and certainly not in the Palestinian Authority. And if you look at the BDS, although they say they're trying to change the policy, but their battle cry is, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. There is no room for Israel. So just know, don't be fooled by the BDS movement. Because it's not a peaceful movement, it's not a movement trying to advance peace and coexistence, but quite the contrary. It's an anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist, which is there is no difference between anti-Semite and anti-Zionist, it's one and the same. And this movement is anti-Semitic and anti-Israel, which would like to see the end of the only democratic country in Israel. Middle East, and the only dependable and best friend and ally of the United States in that dangerous area of of the world. And unfortunately, BDS got some roots in Congress, and um, I'm appalled to see members of Congress who support BDS. They are uh, doing it against American values, against American interests, and they are captive of false narrative and anti Semitism. And I believe it is time for anyone, whether it's uh, the leadership in Congress, whether it is the constituency in their districts, to tell those elective uh, officials that they have to do the right thing and that they have to vote and go with the truth and that's it.
0: (laughs) That's our show for today. And I want you to know we appreciate hearing from you. Please send your comments and questions to comments at pjtn.org. The time to stand up is now Be a leader in your community and in your church. One person can make a difference. Get involved with and support pro-Israel organizations such as PJTN. Call your senators, congressmen, the White House. Let your elected leaders hear from you. Visit our website to learn more. Sign up to receive action alerts and order our films to share with others. Please encourage your family and friends to tune in and watch. God bless you, and thank you for all you do on behalf of our Jewish brethren in all Israel. We'll see you next time on Focus on Israel.
3: To support this program, send your tax-deductible gift to Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, P.O. Box 682711, Franklin, Tennessee, 37068. You can also support PJTN online. Visit PJTN.org or call 1-877-873-9020.
0: Anti-Semitism has reached epic proportions and Israel is now surrounded by nations who seek its destruction. For Israel to lose just one battle would mean losing everything. As Christians, it is our biblical responsibility to stand with our Jewish brethren and Israel pjtn needs your help to reach more christians with this urgent message please visit our website to become a member today and order our award-winning documentaries you must decide that you won't be silent sign up now at pjtn.org god bless you and thank you for your support and prayers